0: Hi, and welcome back to Fresh Media Presents podcast. As always, you're joined by myself, Christian, and Paris. We're the host. We're doing things a bit different now, given the whole lockdown, social distance situation. We decided to do things virtually. We're taking a break since then, but now we are back again. This segment is called Quarantine Vibes, and basically, we'll be discussing with multiple guests and their how they've been spending their time during lockdown and what type of things they've been working on or planning once we come out of lockdown fully. You can tune in every Sunday at 5pm to follow every episode. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer and other major platforms. Our first guest of Quarantine Vibes Episode 1 is Wasim. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: What's going on bro, how you doing? My name is, uh, like uh, Christian said, my name is Wasim, Wasim was, um Also known as Live Like Was on Socials. Um, I'm an actor slash film, or well, I'm trying to be an aspiring director and also write as well, so quite a a quite a few things there. So yeah.
2: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank Welcome. you for having me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that guys. Thank you for having me.
2: So you said you're an actor, um because I remember I posted in Cairo's group chat, um the mm. creative ones about um Dion and you were, you showed interest in it. Is that what you do full time or
1: yeah, and yeah no so um at the moment I'm still pursuing it. Um you know I'm still aspiring to be an actor because uh, it's not my Nine to five, essentially. Um, because I do work, well, I was working full time, but unfortunately lost my job and lost a, another job. But essentially that's the dream oh, goal uh, to be an actor. Yeah. So that's so the dream goal to be an actor. No, it's Cool, bro. Uh, uh, things happen in it. Yeah. Like you go through things in life. Essentially, that's what it is. So I lost my job in February, tried to get another, t- tried to get another job, but l- I lost um, two job offers in March because of coronavirus mad yeah yeah man
0: that's the thing a lot of people can relate to it as well because this whole lockdown thing given the whole social distancing Mm. coronavirus everyone's like losing jobs even the film industry's been hit hard as well no one can really like film production's been stopped for a lot of shows as well so it's like it's kind of like uncertainty in the film industry that's the thing so how do you maintain yourself and keep creative during this whole lockdown Yo,
1: um so crazy thing is actually i had um an audition in march and um i did that i had to send it off just literally a self-tape that's it and then i'm still waiting to find out what's going on um because they said they'll get back to me at the end of March, uh, at the end of may so i'm just waiting for that to happen and what was um,
2: the
1: role um i can't disclose it yet um because obviously right. ndas and stuff like that so i can't disclose it yet but Let's just, oh, just being- pray for me in it because I, I don't want to say anything in it at the moment. It is a lead <laughs> I see, role. I see, I see. It is a lead role, and it's not a small boy production. Like it's actually like this could essentially it could get me. It, it could make or break my career in a sense. Not actually, well do you done, know what? Man. Not even break. Not even break my career. I appreciate. It, thank you, but it could definitely boost my career in terms of gaining gaining recognition. So, let's see what happens.
0: I see. So,
2: how did you even secure that role? How did it come come about?
1: Okay. So, the role that I applied for, let's just say I've done that role before. Okay? Right. Um, so let's just say that in a in a short film, I've already done that role. Now it's time for the feature. So, that's literally yeah. So that's basically it, essentially.
2: So what's the short film?
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I say She's fishing because they it. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, so uh, might as well, do you know what? I'm gonna I'll give you guys the excuse. Obviously, don't you know, no, say, no, no, don't say if, if, no,
2: don't don't say if you can't actually say, and if it's gonna ruin your chances. I'm you not gonna the say
1: the thing. Do you know what? Funny enough, yeah, I think I can talk about it because the short film is quite public. Like, it's a, it's a BFI short film as well. So I think oh, wow. I can talk about it. But the thing is, the oh, reason yeah. why I don't want to talk about it is because it's a BFI-funded project, you know what I'm saying? And it's oh, yeah. and it's huge. That's why. So, like, I believe in, like, people out there that are going to listen to this. Like, even the fact that I've already gone and said this, they're going to give the evil eyes, you know what I'm saying? And I know that that's facts. So, for me, I'm very, like, super Maybe superstitious because it's in my religion about the evil eye. I know that people aren't gonna wish you well, or people are gonna be jealous, saying, "Oh, I wish that was me in that position," or "Me, uh, you know, I could have been doing that." So that's why, like, I hate saying things before it already happens. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
0: I see. I see. Okay. I
2: see. Yeah. Well, t- it does. You don't have to talk about it right now, but that's good though. So you did the short film, and then now what is it being made into a feature? Or you're not sure?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 it's being made into a feature, but it's just that if, that my position in the film isn't 100% because people always, you know, uh. like, people, like, for example, it's like not everyone's position in the industry is secure. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like that. So, so if I'm not up to scratch or if they don't like where I'm at, they could just literally say, Do you know what, we'll just get someone else instead of him. Or even if my acting hasn't really evolved or I haven't gotten better as an actor... They can just cut me, simple as. So it's like that.
0: And also, how do you prepare for sound like that? Do you always think, um, that I have a backup plan just in case? or, you know,
1: yes. That ever so happens? essentially, yeah, essentially. So in terms of that, like, it, I think my backup plan with everything in terms of the creative industry is, you know, working on my nine to five, uh, working on, you know, um, work, uh, working on a nine to five that I'll actually enjoy um so i enjoy actually sales and i've been trying to get into it and obviously i did actually get a job offer from two sales companies um mm. in 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 march but obviously they withdrew that because of coronavirus so that is my backup plan but as well as that as well i've been uh um i say i think it was around january I, I i have heavily invested into equipment about a grand's worth of worth of equipment um mm. Because I already had a Sony A sixty three hundred, which is oh, a uh, very. It's a sick camera, honestly, for the price. I couldn't believe how good it was. How much and did then you pay I've for invest- it? I paid. Uh, I think it was like six ninety or seven ninety. I think. Yeah. Right. And yeah. this was about. Oh. Mad thing was, this was two years ago that I actually paid for it, and I hardly used it ever since I bought it, um, and. It's only because I didn't have the right equipment, the right lens, nothing like that, and that's what I invested in. I've got two new lenses. I've got a tri- uh, not uh, yeah. I've got a new tripod. Um, got a gimbal, lighting, strobe lights, like so much. I got the whole shebang, literally, in my room, mm. uh, ready to go. So now, that is my backup plan. Focusing on filmmaking or trying to learn, essentially trying to learn editing trying to learn uh filming properly uh-huh. and maybe shoot music videos work my way from a director from there and even start working on like maybe reaching out to corporate companies mid-level corporate companies seeing if i can offer my services pitch an idea this is what i can do for you with my camera what do you think you know try and do that essentially um and see where i can go from there so that is another backup plan in its sense as well
0: yeah, that's good to hear. Because even for me myself, during this whole lockdown phase, it's that like I find myself purchasing loads of equipment, and I'm saving so much money because most of the time I'll go like restaurants or go gym and do all this other stuff. So I'm kind of saving yeah. money. So now I'm all, I'm purchasing cameras, getting loads of equipment, and also I'm just kind of like, practicing, mm. working on my yeah, craft. So I feel like right now this is the best time to kind of, like practice your camera and invest in research, yourself the theory, I think, as well. invest in yourself, really because you know you're limited to doing yeah. what you want to do it's not like you can go out filming so right now it's best to just study it's the best time to like, well, study
1: having said the that theory. yesterday I, I was at my yesterday my boy went out to just literally bang out a photo shoot uh mm-hmm. in bowl and then i was out around gants hill ilford just literally just on the gimbal with my camera just shooting around with Gan, in gants hill uh, around the station oh, cool. area and that so yeah so even said that just literally quick jump out five minutes where you are and then that's it simple as um yeah what camera did you purchase
0: uh i bought a photography camera so canon 700d that's coming on monday
1: okay, um i okay. researched
0: it it's good for low light performances good recording yeah, yeah it's mm. got a good high S- iso so yeah it's quite okay, good it's quite perfect. good and i've got some backdrop drop as well it's got some because i want to get into photography as well green that's screen working, yeah Got a green screen, white screen, black screen. So I want to start doing headshots and pictures and all that stuff. So just one of the little things I want to do. Yeah.
2: But But I think this is the best time to kind of be investing in yourself, like getting all your equipment, especially if you obviously we work, obviously we have normal jobs, nine to fives or in general, we just have normal jobs. And, you know, the money that we'd be spending, like Christian said, going to restaurants or out and about or buying clothes or whatever, we're using that to buy equipment and just trying to build our portfolio. And so by the time we come out of lockdown, we'll literally be fully equipped. So we're ready to go. So we're basically employable by anybody or hireable or whatever you call it.
1: Now, this is what I'm worried about. Do you know what I'm saying? Because um, essentially, this is where it gets very political for everyone, everyone involved. Because yeah, we like on the side as well, like I've been working on this, uh, on a social media marketing course as well, just for my own personal Mm. knowledge. And obviously I could use that in terms of a job as well but really and truly the amount of people that are going to actually lose their jobs because companies are going to have to make cuts like, like yeah. let's look at like this you can't like it's going to be so stupid if we really uh um if we release this lockdown right now as of as of monday if, when boris johnson's like yeah cool we're going to ease the lockdown you guys can slowly slowly get back to your normal daily routine now realistically we're, we're thinking he's going to do this, he's actually not going to do this and we even saw that little manifesto that went around saying his uh, five month plan that saying how rest like look at what he said, he said gyms can open again in October but may may open in October it could open yeah. in October and the same as well goes for restaurant and pubs now, look at it like this year how many people are going to be continuously ordering from Uber Eats when McDonald's You know, fully start this proper takeaway service because right now it's only at selected stores, selected menus, so and so. Like it's so limited. Now, when it gets to a point that these men can't even afford to pay staff, pay rent, because so many people are going to get fed up of ordering takeaway, they're going to, they won't be bothered anymore. And then a lot of people are going to lose their jobs essentially from that. So that's another dip in the market. We're already going through a recession. And I literally heard Mm. in in yesterday's up. I forgot what it was. Uh, Yeah, the GDP dropped by another 14%. That is mad.
0: It did, yeah, it did. That that is
1: mad. So imagine what's going to happen over the next few months. And when our GDP continues to drop, people are going to lose more and more jobs. And when this lockdown eases, companies' main focus is to bring in, bring back their main employees. Forget about hiring people. Their main employees is their main concern and even cutting jobs if they have to. So... We're gonna be hit with a huge recession, and people are gonna. A lot of people aren't gonna be in a job, and it's gonna be crazy over the next few years. Like, yeah, I don't uh, want to say it, but that's the truth, but, isn't it?
0: So, going. So, I haven't said all that yet. Do you reckon, in terms of coming to the filmmakers, the film industry, because right now filmmakers yeah. are hit hard. You know, the filming industry right now—they're yeah. not filming BBC, mm. um, EastEnders, and yeah. stuff like that. They're not really filming any stuff. So, do you reckon once we do come out of this lockdown? Is it gonna be back to normal? How, can we actually film? Because you can't do social distancing on set. But then at the you same know, time, can't... I
2: think for like BBC and stuff like that, how much are they worth? They're they're gonna be fine. Their actors are gonna be fine. ITV etc. They're all gonna be fine. It's for the independent yeah, no, filmmakers yeah. that are starting from the bottom. Like for example, you see yeah. how us film independent filmmakers were kind of if we didn't have money, we kind of do like a no it's, only expenses only we probably can't do that anymore because oh yes, actors yes, are out yes. of work right now so we're gonna have True. to obviously find the money to pay the actors because they've been out of work for months i know there's a scheme with the government but i don't think these artists or these creatives are going to get the money straight away it's not going to be as simple as we think so it's going to be harder and more for independent filmmakers and not the big production companies
0: no, but even, no, but if you think of it, even the big production companies are going to feel a slight pinch as well because they can't really do any production. So I remember they're on a bigger cost. So the budget's bigger. So the money's going to be higher in terms of a loss. So it's still going to be fucked up for them as well. But like you said, so, yeah, it will definitely affect the smaller ones. I think,
1: I think you're, I think you're both right. Um, it will affect big companies essentially because budgeting's going to be completely different for them for the next year like what they yeah. might have spent this year is going to completely change for the following year and that's what it's a, that's what it's going to be an issue independent filmmakers now i think what of course they're going to get hit like a lot of people that were probably like I know one guy um I know I know of him through another person and he waited so long essentially about let's say probably 10 years in the making to get something commissioned for him and then it just gets dropped. Like they're like, "Sorry, we can't commission it anymore. We can't coronavirus." Blah blah blah. That's crazy. So imagine, imagine what's gonna happen. Like this guy was waiting for his hot, big, big break, and it came, and then it's gone like that. So that's gonna happen to a lot of young yeah. people or independent filmmakers or people that are just on the come up or just about to get their big break. A lot of people have lost that now, and the doors wide open. But I think on a real. I feel like the film industry, you got to remember, it's so heavily backed from so many different sectors. Mm. And it's still, it still, it will be because films make money. Do you know what I'm saying? Films make 100%. so much money. And a lot of these investors that, let's say, the film industry is going to have a lot of new investors because of the fact that they're going to be like, I need a return on my money. I need a couple mil. All right, cool, let me go invest a couple bags, 100, 200 bags. Let's go do this. And then they'll be like, All right, cool, do you know what? Let me invest a couple more. That's what's going to happen. Essentially, film the film industry is going to be alright in terms of investment, but it will be they will be wise with their money because in case if there is a if there is a severe second wave or a severe third wave, that's where they're going to be careful. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's where the budgeting comes in as well for this year and essentially next year as well. So I think, but for the independent filmmakers, let's say just for myself as well, getting something commissioned is going to be probably a lot more harder now, despite my background, despite who, who I am or where I'm from, mm. it's going to be even harder now as well, but there is a chance, I think it's like anything, look, at the end of the day, you guys are both, what? are you, are you guys both black? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys, are, so you're black, I'm I'm Asian, do you know what I'm saying? We've already got a stigma against us, we've already got, we're already fighting the system in a sense, it, well, we are fighting the system, both yeah, by 100%. our skin color and our skin color in the industry. So, and then the fact that even Paris, you're a woman, it's even harder for you because you're black and you're a woman. Do you know what I'm saying? And it, so, it, it just, it, we've already got those barriers. So, if we can push past those barriers, we can definitely push past the barrier of, oh, okay, it's even harder now. It just means we've got to
0: work harder. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because, so, um, yeah, I heard a door creaking as well. Um, but no, but obviously me and po- Paris did a podcast episode about diversity in the creative industry. And it's kind of like what yes. you just said as well. It's basically, it's harder if you come from an ethnic background because there's not that many That's black it. or Asians on set. Mainly it's yes. all well, like white folks. So it is hard. And me and it. Christian yeah. were
2: kind of saying as well, we were kind of basically saying mm. that we wanted to try and create a space. It's, you know, being creators, we're trying to just create like a space yeah. where. You know, all of us people that don't really get, a, let's say, a fair chance or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the industry. So we all can come together. For example, we create like a little group and then, you know, we all connect that way. So, for example, if you um, need like, let's say, a black person, Asian person, anyone in the Bay yeah. sector, we yeah. just contact them that way. So that, that way we're multiplying in a sense like we're everywhere. Whereas right now it's not like that. And we're just trying to create yeah, yeah, like yeah. a fair environment
1: this is the thing guys yeah i don't even think yeah even when you like you guys can create that but essentially Mm. the industry is so white dominated and like and this ain't uh, when i say the next thing it's not a diss to the lgbt community but it's lgbt dominated as well those two Mm. groups will have the best opportunities in the industry and that's the truth that's really the truth because that's what they focus on. So when it comes to BME, like, for example, have you guys recently, remember I told you on uh, DMs I wanted to write a review for your, yeah, what, for remember, your blogs yeah. about, I wanted to write about extraction. Now, I was hesitant to watch that, but then I thought, you know what? Maybe I could write a review on it for you guys. And the reason why mm. I want to write a review on it, that was filmed in and it was based in Bangladesh. The film centered about Chris Hemsworth going to Bangladesh, okay? Now, if it's a film about Bangladesh, which is my motherland, my fatherland, where my parents mm-hmm. are from, where my heritage is, mm-hmm. now, if you're going to do a film based in there, okay, you're going to have Bengali actors, people from that country, or people of should, heritage yeah. from that country. Yeah, it guess what be, they, yeah. they did? not do that. They didn't do they that. They got Chris Hemsworth, you know yeah. But No, forget about even, do you know what? If they had Chris Hemsworth, cool, it's whatever, as the main character, but your supporting characters who were meant to be Bengali were either Indian or Persian or weren't even even South Asian. Like it's mad. So I, oh, I, that's, I, yeah. I, do you but know you know what's saying? crazy like,
2: about that situation? It's like they used Chris Hemsworth probably not be- because of who he is and his status in the industry. Whereas there's probably loads of actors like yeah. you like you said that they could have chosen yeah. from, but they chose someone with a higher status, which is wrong in all levels.
1: They do you doing know, all the I'm time. Not even gonna front. I'm not even going to be, I'm not even going to front because I actually like Chris Hemsworth as an actor. And Mm. when I first heard about this film, because originally the film was actually meant to be called Dhaka, which is the capital city of Bangladesh. That was the original name of it. And when I heard Chris Hemsworth was going to do a film around Bangladesh, I got gassed because I love Four. Four is a sick, he's a sick Marvel character. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was actually gassed that, you know what? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is going to do this. Uh, Let's see what I'll go on in it what i was pissed off was about there was no bengali actors i weren't even bothered that the fact that the main actor was white i weren't bothered about that but my support the supporting actors who were portraying bengalis weren't even bengali that's what i was pissed off about and that's why i didn't want to watch the film and that's why i got really annoyed and to make matters worse majority of the film was not filmed in bangladesh
2: where was it filmed? in the studio
1: that uh, so it was filmed in the U.S. and it was filmed in India and somewhere else as well. It's like I think a quarter or a third of the film was filmed in Bangladesh and it's a film about Bangladesh.
0: Oh man! But is that could that be that? Is the film industry big in Bangladesh? Have you guys got like a? It's like a mm, okay.
1: I think I don't think it's okay. So it's not huge, huge. Where it's well renowned, okay. Uh-huh. Um, Bengali films or Bangladeshi films they're more known to Bangladesh or or people that have immigrated to other countries to US uh, UK and they will know about it like for example you guys wouldn't know about Bengali films or like let's say for example my little brother won't know even I don't know about Bengali films the only few Bengali films that I know actually is that my auntie is one of the biggest uh, Bengali producers and um, actresses in Bangladesh actually and to this day her name still is huge as well so um, like that's the only reason why I know about Bengali films is because of her so yeah
0: I see I see mm. but yeah but do you reckon there's any light at the end of the tunnel with this whole lockdown like would you what would you be about to, be to like listeners or like filmmakers do you reckon there's any light at the end of the tunnel for like individual filmmakers and stuff
1: look at the end of the day Like we've been like, for example, in our lifetime, we we've been through things that have really affected the world. Like for example, nine eleven or seven seven bombings, or even Mm. the war in Iraq, the war in Afghanistan didn't affect us directly, but affected people all over the world. There are people in worse situations than us. We've got a roof over our heads Some people might be living alone. You know, some people might not have the basic necessities. But those who have a roof over your head, you got warm food, and you've got people around you. Count that as a blessing, because there's a little kid somewhere in the world. Whether it's in, it's in whether it's in Asia, whether it's in Africa, where where it be, someone doesn't have a roof over their head. They don't have a family to be with, and they don't have warm food. You're in a position that does. If you can get out of this, trust me, and you if they can if they can struggle and live their life. You can struggle for a little longer, and then make something of yourself, and show that hard work can be anything.
0: I agree, hundred percent. Amen. But anyways, yeah, for real, for real. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us today, and for the listeners, just shout out your socials where people can find, follow you, keep up to date with your work and stuff.
1: Okay, cool. Um, I want to thank you guys for having me. So, thank you, Paris. Thank you, Christian. So, no, shout obviously. out Fresh Media Productions. No, thank you.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: Um, so essentially all my social media handles are literally one thing at live like was and that's was with W A W S. so live like was on everything email is live like was at gmail.com like I said I am a writer aspiring filmmaker and also an actor so give me a shout shout me out guys if you need anything so yeah
0: definitely that's for having me definitely and we like thank you so much thank you so much thank And we would like to thank the listeners for tuning in every Sunday at 5pm. You can follow us on Twitter at FreshMedia18 or Instagram is FreshMediaProductions. Thank you so much.